0: you see that Trenton was voted?
1: We are recording, there. folks. Yeah, and so definitely we, we should make a road trip to Camden, scope it out. I think we may find another one. I want a, a Camden
2: nice... cheesesteak.
1: Yeah, hey. we're going to hang out there and see if we like it. And if we like it, we're going to get a pied-a-terre in Camden, New Jersey, overlooking the <laughs> Delaware River and the city of Philadelphia.
2: <laughs> well,
3: you're, um, kidding. Abram, you're kidding. Abram, I have an idea. This is my This idea on the Camden trip. Okay. We'll go let's let's we'll sublet our apartments for a couple months. We'll get mm-hmm. it place in Camden and we'll finish cuddle and I think we will finish cuddle because the crime rate in Camden is We won't so want bad to leave
2: we won't want to leave the apartment. We're going to hold each other. we have got fear. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I was going to say Camden it's worse than Detroit. Yep.
1: All so right. I don't know if you were being serious. Yeah, it's we worse are. than Detroit. Um, It's getting better, better, guys. (laughs) Okay, so uh, greetings and welcome to Obscuria (sighs) Filmcast. Our host today is going to be Judy. Hello, everybody. And in case you don't know, if you've never seen this show before, this is a show where we just talk about weird movies. So if you like weird movies um, and you want to hear about the one that we're doing today, which is...
0: High Spirits. It's a 1988 mystery thriller comedy. I would like to say it's hard, but it's really not when I watched it. It was a little bit horrifying for me at the age of 10 or 12. Um, But anyway, uh, you can find it on Tubi for free if you don't like commercials. I watched it
1: on Tubi for free. Yeah. So if you want to watch it and then come back and discuss it with us, then I think you should. I would recommend watching the preview for this movie.
3: Then watching the movie and then coming back because the preview I think explains why they even missold this movie. Like you need to like (laughs) you need to see
2: it. Uh, I I haven't seen it. I'm gonna yeah I want to check check it out.
1: So and (laughs) yeah, so if you've already seen it, then great, chill with us. If you haven't seen it and you don't care and you just want to hear us talk about it, that's cool too. Yeah.
0: So the little blurb about the movie is. Irish hotelier Peter Plunkett, played by Peter O'Toole, attempts to fill the chronic vacancies at his castle by launching an advertising campaign that wrongly portrays the property as haunted. Unfortunately, he fails to scare a single American tourist with his hokey and dreadfully unconvincing effects. When two actual ghosts, Mary Daryl Hannah and Martin, played by Liam Neeson and young Liam Neeson, uh, show up to add some authenticity, they end up falling for two guests, played by Sharon played by Beverly D'Angelo and Jack played by none other than Steve Gutenberg. <laughs> yes. Okay. So I picked this movie. It, this movie was also made for, I think, about 15 million and it grossed eight. So um, it has a Rotten Tomatoes. A uh, critics' view of twenty seven percent and an audience score of fifty eight percent. Okay, so I picked this movie because um, I have fond memories of watching it when I was maybe middle school age ish. I'm gonna say I don't remember, and um, it had just that right blend of like being scary, a little bit sexy. You know, they talk about the snakes in Ireland, and there's like Jennifer Tilly like in lingerie, and, and there's a sex scene. Yes, there's a sex scene. So it was like yeah. I was allowed to watch the movie. So it was like a little bit risque, like a little bit yeah. scary with like the ghost, but not quite. Watching it as an adult was a little bit of a different experience. I was like, wow, this movie's really cheesy. But I think I also love it because I have those fond memories of watching it when I was young. So I'm curious to hear what you guys think. My husband thinks that I should be off of the show uh, permanently. He said that this is a terrible pick, including the last pick. So maybe I'll
3: well, have to talk to that, him about we, it. No, we say to the great Mr. Baker to Mrs. Yeah. Judy Meyer. We say that <laughs> where's your movie? Yes. He does your have mover? Mover. So what do you guys say? I mean, um, first of all, I was in an acting class with Mr. Steve Gutenberg. Oh, audience. how yeah. was he? Was he nice? I, was he a nice I guy? He was so nice. In fact, yeah. he was so nice that about Two hours ago, I was like, he gives you that feeling that if I said sent him an email right now, because I have his email still. Dear Mr. Gutenberg, I'm sorry, I didn't think of this, but if you're free in two hours and you want to be a special guest, come on by. Because Steve Gutenberg worked on Macbeth, which must be amazing because he's in this movie with Peter O'Toole, who did the world's worst Macbeth, the Macbeth that shit. that the curse didn't even show up on Steve Bloomberg did Macbeth in this with Rob Claire, you know, watching. And he was in the elevator with me and he's bulked up a lot. Like, he yeah, he's like a big he's, dude. He's a big dude. Yeah, he's in good shape. He was, he's also
1: this. puffy in yeah. the face.
3: I think, I don't, I think maybe there's something going on. Anyway, maybe a health thing. I don't know. I hope he's but, okay because
1: um, I, I really like him.
3: I think he's always had a puffy face though. So maybe it's just, I mean I looked gotten
2: older when I
1: lived. he bul- he bulked up
2: he bulked up So
3: yeah. one day my friend Tanya and I I was like what scene should I do and she's like do something from like I don't know Macbeth with Steve Gutenberg and I was like with Steve Gutenberg and she's like the big guy who was in the elevator with us who said hi so nicely and I was like holy shit and then the next week he went guys can I talk to- guys can I talk to everyone and I was like, okay, so we're all talking, looking at Steve, Steve Gutenberg, and I'm thinking, like, wow, he was in Cocoon, man. He was in Boys for Brazil, Boys like, Academy. Wow. I, I'm I, didn't watch. Genius. I never watched. I never watched Three Men and a Baby. Three, short. a uh, short Three circuit. Men and a Little Lady, too.
2: Three Men and a Baby, yeah. And short Three Men a Lady
3: is a Little Lady. Yeah, Little Lady, yeah. So anyway, um, Legend. he looked at us. I swear to God, he gathers around like we're talking to each other, and he's like. Do you guys know any shakespeare festivals or places this summer because it was already may um <coughs> doing you know plays that might have parts in it for me not anything too big but but something you know that would be decent for me not not that i have to you know if you guys hear about it could you reach out to me and i was like wow this guy is cool and yeah, super guys, humble nice
2: yeah Really, he might as well. He could be Mercutio, meet well, some new people. He like some just
1: fun. strikes me as a. He strikes me as like, and there were a lot of people like that in this film. He strikes me as like one of those guys that just like really likes to act. Yeah, he just likes well, what he does. And, and
3: for those of you who don't know, this guy who is so nice, okay, in the eighties, which was all about making money and cocaine and big films with cocaine and money. That was what the eighties films were all about. This guy, okay, this this I mean, he is. What's his name? Who always, who did Swingers? owes his whole career to this guy. Oh, as an actor that Gutenberg came first and kind of lost popularity. But I mean, I, I would name the '80s, but just like we don't think of the Austro-Hungarian Empire anymore and how big and important it was, it was it was Gutenbergia. That's what the '80s were in Hollywood. It yeah, was, it's true. There was nobody in that
1: many franchises he was the nice guy next door in the 80s there was nobody who 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 embodied that more than him he was like he's like very he was very handsome but very like boy next door and And
3: accessible and a little like and jewish
0: yeah well i mean well well, no i think that that works for him yeah, and you had to have that trait for that part. It would be a different movie if you had like a if you reversed him with Liam Neeson. It yeah. totally wouldn't work. Like, if you had the like bad
1: boy playing his part, no. yes, it would never work.
0: Yeah, but we should talk he's about totally Liam Jewish.
1: Neeson.
0: Liam Neeson, that I just loved his little murder scene, and when he met Beverly D'Angelo, I don't know, I just thought that was that was I like one of my
3: favorite parts. <laughs> and he's like, I'm the lusty boot black.
2: Yeah, he he was good. I I did like he had good comic timing because he switched like that and he knew he was playing a ghost. He wasn't, you know, he didn't the first time we
3: see him. Presumably, this is what those two ghosts do all the time, if they're not that interested, but is replay how he killed her and then presumably died himself pretty soon. And 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 then they're like, Hey, you know what we'll do? We'll wander around and do what we do, which is pretty silly.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, I think that sort of gets to the point of what I was going to say uh, overall is that the movie doesn't really make sense. Like,
2: <laughs> oh, no, it, um, it doesn't,
1: which which was a little like uh, irritating to me in the beginning. I was like, this is not going to make any sense. But then it just got so stupid that I was <laughs> just like enjoying it. It's like, they OK, wanna, they want to save their home. It's like, oh, OK, that, that the general theme of them trying to save their home, I get. But all the, like, all of it the... Is stupid. All of the, the, the actual plot elements that follow there's from that. There's too many plot you know? elements. Anyone and smart. they don't... They're, they're, they're incompatible. They contradict... A lot of things Anyone in Anyone smart would have combined
3: other. some of those characters. They would have made Steve Gutenberg uh, a parapsychologist that nobody believes in. And they yeah. would have, like, somehow made... I mean, yes, there's too many archetypes. But...
1: Yeah. But I will say yeah. one thing. It it ended up working for me because it just turned into like, I kind of just turned it into like a variety show. I was, it was like I was watching, it's like I was watching watching, like the Marx Brothers on on stage. It was like a Vaudeville Saturday Night Live thing. Yeah, it was like exactly, it was like watching a Saturday Night Live. And you're scripts. watching
3: like, oh, Liam Neeson is making an appearance in this. It's great. Yeah. And then two guys who can't do Irish accents, who are just
1: going to go, I am going to do that. You can't take, you know take my lucky charms. You and know what say? this movie is? Actually, it's not Saturday Night Live, but that's close. That reminded me of what it actually is. It's a, it's a UCB Theater Herald. You have, that's what it is. It, you have, um, um, what's his name in the beginning? Um, shit. Uh, Peter, O'Toole Peter O'Toole does a monologue. Which is basically yeah. explains what the fuck the whole thing is, and then you have That's a bunch right. of actors come and 45. improvise to do comedy improv based on the fucking. Judy,
0: what? I just, I enjoy the movie. It's just it's fun. It's stupid. It's so
1: stupid
0: and cheesy. It is a fun so movie. movie. I like it. It's I was just dumb. your
3: earliest memory of this movie as a kid what is my earliest How old
0: memory. I was probably, I I can't remember exactly. I want to say the 8 to 12 range. I don't remember. Okay, it came out in 88, or it was made in 88. So I was probably closer to between 10 and 12. So like sixth grade-ish.
1: So you saw it so, after it came out, though. Like you didn't see it. I the definitely theater.
0: probably, I don't think I would have seen this in theater. I probably wouldn't have been allowed to. So no, it I must it have been as as at the Blockbuster show. store or the local video store or oh, on TV. How many so you saw it in the early 90s, probably. I don't know, but we watched it a bunch. Like, I definitely, this was up there with Clue for us, for me. This was, like,
1: one of the ones you would rent more, like, repeatedly from the video Yes, it
0: was, I had three during middle school to high school. It was Clue, High Spirits, and Grease, and Grease (laughs) 2. I only had, I only had. (laughs) Sorry, guys. That's actually
1: hilarious. I only had, um, like, The Labyrinth. And like every Jean Claude Van Damme movie and every <gasps> Bruce Lee movie, oh, <laughs> those were the
0: ones that I order
1: on Lionheart, Reiki. Gremlins, Lionheart, Chill. Kickboxer, those oh, are Gremlins. The good ones. Gremlins,
3: yeah, Lionheart
1: and Kickboxer. I I watched those we on We never
3: had a VCR until 1988 in my house, and we never got cable, so. I would have had to see this in the movie theater, or it would have had to get really good reviews. And my mother, at some point, was like, "Well, I was enjoying well, I was enjoying Peter O'Toole, but I can't do my mother today. It's amazing. She was enjoying Peter O'Toole, but then it just got too silly for her. But this is like,
2: yeah, it's silly. it's like a horror. But you know what else? who else is no going to enjoy
3: this? If you. you've ever been to a ren fair, yes, or a haunted oh, house,
2: uh,
3: a haunted a fake haunted house. Because I worked at a ren fair. And I luckily avoided the Edgar Allen Poe in the mansion because it was torture for the actors. And then I did a Dickens show in there. I was there for most of the year up in Pennsylvania. Call out to Mount Hope, the Pennsylvania Red Fair. Anyway, <laughs> um, I was there and uh, it was a lot like this. It was, you know, you would have one actor who thought he was the next um, Laurence Olivier. And he'd be like, let me tell you why Laurence Olivier was never the actor of Peter of Two. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you, but first
1: I need some scotch. Actually, it's not scotch, it's from Ireland, so we call it whiskey. And yeah, that made me, That the drinking scenes and, and all that stuff made the movie more entertaining. Yeah. I, think, like if you're, I think if
3: you're watching this show, we don't need to go into who Peter O'Toole was. Just go on He played YouTube. himself
1: in this movie.
3: It was written, I think it was written for him. Yeah. I yeah. suspect it was written
0: for him because- I also loved his mother. Yes. But I was like, is she dead or alive? I'm not really sure. And I don't care. She's
1: <laughs> halfway there, right? She's communing she with dead, her. She might
0: be alive. I don't know. doesn't matter. She's, she's, she's alive. I could she's,
1: just... she's communing with her dead husband. Peter Ochoa
3: so like, was once a beautiful man. Okay. Wow. <laughs> and he always sang his lines because most of the time he was drunk or
1: adhered he to. He was a... drunk in this movie. By he definitely was, he actually, was actually... He has to drunk. be actually drinking in this movie. Yeah, he, he was had, really Now, drunk. he
3: must have... When he tries to hang himself doing be or not to Twice. I thought word, He's, he must have been doing this since he was five years old. You're watching a guy who has done this speech and he probably said, I know how to make it funny. Either that who is like, or oh, I could do it with a dagger to the neck. What do you think? And it's like, hey, you know, Peter, how about you just show us different ways you can hang yourself? And we'll tell you different ways we could interrupt the hanging.
2: <laughs> and it's it. I'll tell you this: what, with this movie, what the thing the eighties also had were scale models. In the eighties, uh, they didn't have CGI and the, and the visual effects in this film looks mm. really bad. But they did have some scale models, and those always work. And in the beginning, when they pick up all the guests and drive them to the castle, they were going to scare the tourists but I pretended to be ghosts and the Banshee and stuff. And to me, it was like the budget is 17 million. And I think that was too much of a budget. If they had a budget of like 7 million, they would have to figure shit out and, and it might be more creative, but it is kind of stupid. And thank God that's where it was, but they didn't try to make a stupid movie. They tried to make a funny mo- movie. I laughed only once. So there's that, but back to the bus. Where, where did you laugh? I laughed when, uh, during the sex scene, when Daryl Hannah said, no, don't, we shouldn't, Jack, wait, you, never mind, don't listen to me, Jack, don't listen to me, I, that was the <laughs> only time I, yeah, that was the only time I laughed, I Didn't was you like, say oh, a little I laughed, to the left? I laughed once, yeah, later on, she's like, oh, a little to the left, yes, Jack. Yeah. There is a, great- is a goofy, stupid sex scene, which is kind of I, I it might be appropriate for like kids because, yes. you know, it's not too graphic, but you know yeah. what it is and whatever. Mm-hmm. But when that bus comes in and the banshee and stuff, the guy's driving like this and he's bouncing everywhere and then he just drives past the front door and goes onto a dock and then it collapses. And I'm thinking... This is too much. What are you doing here? But it's a scale model and it looks great. Whoever put yeah. that scale model together, it really does look like a, you know, whatever. And
1: it then they, that's yeah. when I that was the moment in the film where I was like, "Oh my god, this is going to be What so is going dumb. on?
2: Because why yeah, does he yeah. drive by? He's not even drunk or anything. He's just a bad driver and he just <clears throat> does. There's no reason.
1: Well, I like how I mean, the kids were must- all excited while it was happening and the parents <laughs> were freaking what out. Was he
0: just
3: doing well you remember also that this is a time where stuntmen were still king like car chases are still going on and the zemetkis period is just starting to begin and like stuff like that and and so certain things are like if it works in hollywood making money and i say so the, the director of the studio they would do it so i'm like it just looks it was, like they were just- like just like we need a drive and crack up. And dude, did you also notice? There's a lot of stunts in
2: this. That There's a lot of water stunts. There's
3: a lot of water stunts. But the Banshee scene when they, when they get their clothes all blown off, right? It turns into Benny Hill. It's like yeah. a tribute to the Benny Hill show at that moment. Like all their clothes fly off and they're all in this sexy logic. Because that's what but, Irish people Let wear. me tell you this. That's when I Benny stopped being like.
1: That's when I was like fully on board with the movie. At that moment, I was like, "Okay, this is just yeah. when the go- when the real ghosts come." Yeah, and I'm, I'm just like, "Okay, cool." This movie does have like kind of Jennifer
2: Jennifer
3: stuff. Jennifer Tilly going,
2: "I am giving up on sex." <laughs> like
3: I was like, "Yeah, you know, That <laughs> I used like, mm-hmm. to be attracted to, and I was like. That's the perfect cartoon for him,
2: that arc. Yeah, I do like Peter Gallagher too. I always liked him. I oh thought, yeah, so, I think, he's just, forgot I think he's just wonderful. Greatest so eyebrows, sexiest
3: eyebrows of the eighties and nineties. Great head of
2: hair, nice chin. Eyebrows, yeah. man. And they had another scale model uh, because there's a lot of trash falls. There's a lot of water, and yeah, it's like the Marx Brothers, but the boy fell through because Jennifer Tilly's bed was oh, spinning. The because Dude, the, the, it And then Peter Gallagher gets on there, then the bellboy falls through, and then the bed crashes between floors all the way down like a cartoon. We, I rewound we need it, to write I a nice,
3: it. Yeah, We need to write a nice letter to Gutenberg and see if we can get him to do a part two. Because I would bet we would hear stories like they were trying to make a universal ride out of this.
0: You know like, what they should do? Well, I'm like, curious, though, because the director was it neil jordan yeah, neil um, jordan, right? neil jordan. good movies before said no but he said this is not the film he shot he was not allowed to be in the editing room and so oh, this yeah. was now now whether or not he's just trying to sort of cover his ass and be like well it wasn't my fault or it's I'm, i'm i was trying to think of like okay because it is the way that they're acting even is sort of like that over-the-top comedic so i was wondering how would they have been able to really Edited so much that it completely changed the whole film. Uh, well, right, no, I'll tell you, how, you guys can tell me. I'll tell you. tell you. They
2: they cut they cut sequences in half and put side bits in the front, in the middle, and in the end. Okay. Because they because remember when Steve Coenberg was coming back and the old late lady's like you're in love with her, aren't you? And Steve is like yeah, oh um, yeah, but she's dead. I'm alive. Wait a second How do you know this? And so when they come in, then we cut. And then there was some with, uh, with the psych- parapsychologist dude and then other stuff, and then we go back to mm. that scene. And I'm like, why do we cut away? This could we could have melded.
3: I suspect yeah. one of the reasons for the shallowness the of certain, certain characters through lines are because of the edits too. Like I could see some American executives mm-hmm. getting in there and one mm. guy going, well, evidently it's funny if you're Irish or English. I was like, my French wife likes it too. Shut up, Frank we got some American editors in here and that comedy guy and keep that Jordan out of here. Well, the shots are beautiful. Yeah, so
0: (laughs) this film was made between Ireland, England, and America. And I looked it up. uh, I forget the editor's name, but he was English. Okay. So I don't know if that has to do with Uh, that. I don't know if there's a difference of humor because Neil Jordan's Irish. One thing that
1: should be taken into consideration is that that Neil Jordan... uh, you know, he wrote and directed this. So he wrote yeah. it. Um, he also wrote and directed The Crying Game, which has a yeah. really tight plot line. It's a yeah. brilliant.
2: Crying and Game is a masterpiece.
3: Don't um, tell yeah. anyone the secret.
1: Yeah. We Oh Harvey
3: Weinstein that campaign. Remember that campaign? Don't tell anyone the secret. Right. What was the secret? Mm-hmm. It's overrated. That was, that uh, was the secret. That, that movie- is-
1: right. It may be overrated, but... I- um, but he ha- has a tight plot structure. We were a generation like that yeah. just
3: wasn't in to, to penis on guys who look like girls yet. Now it'd be no big deal. But, you know, it, the, the 90s so on is good too.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't know much. I'm not familiar with much of his other work. Um, I never I'm saw the Zanzi- vampire. Right? <laughs> I never saw Breakfast on Pluto, which you never saw that. Or at or I got the end of the end of the affair, which apparently he
3: oh the end of the affair is. a direct. Amazing. He
1: wrote, directed, and produced that.
3: So that is a movie. If you want to see Julian Moore become a British person, to make your palate feel better after watching Daryl Hannah, I don't know what kind of Irish. I think she's. I think she's the. Uh, I think Irish Spring. Was like, why don't you get her to do the accent for our our deodorant bar? Well, you know,
1: you notice that Daryl Hannah doesn't do a great uh, Irish accent.
3: She has one point where I thought she's a really smart girl, but that's not the accent. It's when she said, "He did me to death," which an Irish person would go, "He did me to death," and it wouldn't get the laugh. But she goes, "He did." Me to death?
1: Yeah.
0: Like, like, fuck
1: her. I don't think it would have been as good if she had, like, really done the accent well. She can't. She nominated I, she for a Razzie
0: for this. Yeah.
3: Sound, I mean, uh, and had the death scene in the beginning. I'm and sure I just sure. thought, I thought, this is an example of, you know how, like, they go, so how much does Russell want to get into shape for for the next four And they're like, it's a lot of money. You know, he hates to get chipped. So, like, we're Disney. We can pay him. We want Russell Crowe as as Zeus in the next Thor movie. And I think this one for Daryl Hannah was like, how much are they going to pay me? So if I'm bad, like really bad, I don't care. I can go to a trip to Bali. I don't think
1: it matters because it's such a silly movie. That's why. Like, who cares if the accents are bad? It's like, nobody's going to watch this and pick it apart. It's really I noticed that her accent. To her credit.
3: You have to have a great equal <laughs> to do a bad Irish accent when there are Irish
1: actors <laughs> around you. I know. It's insulting.
3: Like, most people with a good ear, I suspect she doesn't have a good ear, although she dated a musician who used to beat her. Who was that? Who did she used to date? And he had all those peaceful songs. Someone those looked that like up. A wise, man. Man. Here's the thing. For me, I have a good ear. Um, it's very hard. I, my, I was like, if I got on Lord Wait, of the Rings. Neil Young? And someone else before that jackson brown used to oh, be jackson her. brown, jackson yeah. brown used to be like i love you more like than <coughs> daryl he used to beat her? Yeah, he's, like, <laughs> he's like hey i'm sensitive you're like i'm more sensitive it's like no you're not I- if you look at my songs i'll show you who's more sensitive Like,
2: I'm he's the like liberal. wait well i got a question steve gutenberg and daryl hannah are outside by the river by the Mm -hmm. tree and they're talking it's like their first date and uh they and she goes they have that word tupped and he's like tupped oh yes tupped and then she uses the word squished Martin squished and steve goomburg said squished oh yeah he squished and i'm thinking what does squished mean i know what tupped (laughs) is
1: squished i thought was part. Yeah, one of them is farting, one of them is belching. He was burping,
0: he was burping and farting and had warts on his hand. There are a lot
3: of really good English and Irish faces. I want I want to I want to say that they give a speech of all the fairies and monsters that haunt the house to Peter O'Toole and he goes, and of course, the Fuka. Now, the origin of the word fuck comes from Puck, which became Fuca. Puck became Fuca or Fuca became Puck. And because they fucked with you, it means fuck. And he knows that because it's Celtic and it's Peter O'Toole. And then he also has a thing, he goes, it's a dirty trilogy between a muckraker, a, a gobshite and a horse mount.
2: <laughs> I had to put but on was, the subtitles for him. For
1: his sir, like
3: what
2: is he saying?
3: You sir, Sean Barons are a horse
1: mount. And this sums up why I just up, love this movie. Up, We can talk up, about it forever. Irish? He's Irish. Yeah, and, and so is um his his drinking buddy, um, Richard, Richard Harris. Richard Harris. They're both Irish. They are both Irish. But to right. be in
3: the English theater, you weren't going to be playing. You weren't going to be playing Hamlet, going to be or not to be, that is the question. Whether it's just normal in the mind. No, they're, they're like the yeah, to be or not, yeah, well,
2: not to be. Yeah, Peter kind
1: of Peter O'Toole kind of like he kind of like a. Had a British accent, more British than Richard Harris, right? They
3: Richard came from ha- different parts, and there are many Irish accents. I know that Richard well, Harris is Peter O'Toole was class. born in, and he was
1: born in England.
3: Okay, and Richard Harris was upper class Limerick.
1: He was yeah. not lower
3: class Irish like he liked people to think he was. He was an upper class guy from Granted Limerick, and he did suffer a lot of prejudice. Peter O'Toole. Hold on. What? To oh, no, no. His mom
1: was okay. Peter O'Toole's mom was Scottish, and his dad was Irish. And he was
3: born he in. He was Leeds. born in Lee. Yeah. West mm-hmm. Riding of Yorkshire, England. Is where God, I was okay, born. Okay,
2: okay. <laughs> Jesus. I used to live near the rent fair Oh, oh my God. <laughs> what was that
0: like? <laughs> Those are our people.
2: No, it wasn't you fun. You should but, have
0: joined
1: but, it, oh, Sean. No, uh, no, because they all talk like how Seth was talking. No, you no, should have been there in armor day. with a broadsword. All
3: no, day know with that. You know I would that? to just throw Sean Sean would have been great. Like, du- I was dumb. It would
2: be so great. What the fuck are you saying? I don't even know what you're saying. I was in a dungeon. don't even... Bring- I tried to order a beer from one of those dudes. His British accent was so bad. I'm like, what? 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 And then he, he, then he did like this... Like I was the diminished one. Was this like,
1: somewhere like, like out was this somewhere out like out in the pines in New Jersey or something? Greenwood Lake, Greenwood Lake, New York. York, York Fair.
3: We will take you to the New York Ren Fair. I, I was totally in the Renfair. I've
2: been there. Been there. Like,
0: I, I live there. I, lived, I lived Take me to the town. New York
2: Fair. I, I want to go.
0: Of, I'm picturing like a short film where you just I'm, take Sean yeah, as Sean. It's not what you think. You put him in like a bar. with a let me tell you
3: in the nineties. In the nineties, you could still do this. People would pay $12 for a turkey leg and they're the biggest freaking chuck legs so every ever. And I go, Can I see your turkey leg? Actually, I went, I was digger, so I was like, Can I see your turkey leg, sir? And I'm the grave digger <laughs> and I haven't eaten all day. So they give me the turkey leg and I go, <laughs> And they're like, oh my God. And I was like, you still want it and they're like no it's like thanks and i'd run away with her or I'd like can i see a turkey then? and then i'd run and i'd hit another ran actor repeatedly with it. And, give it back. and people loved
2: it. I'm interrupting i'm interrupting okay so one last thing i want to say about high spirits is that it to me it seemed like faulty towers now the blonde lady who was married to the parapsychologist her name is connie booth And if you know your Faulty Towers, she was the blonde, the younger blonde in Faulty Towers, and she did some of the writing too. She
3: married. She married. She was married
2: to John Cleese, and they wrote it together. So Mm -hmm. there's that. I didn't think that. I mean, I think let's get Connie Booth or whatever, and she said, "Yeah, they they probably just offered it to to her because it was a lot lot like Faulty Towers, the Halloween episode, this whole movie." Mm,
0: So I thought, I thought that was
2: that was uh, cool, and there was a lot of water sports. And there were some scary parts, but, you know, especially when the kid got brought in by the tentacles and uh, then he became the cardboard display of the thing. And what got about the, back
1: what about the, like, yeah, tentacles? Weird, what about the ghost nuns that, like, pushed the, the priest nuns? into the water? And first yeah. he thinks it's because, like, God wants him to be chased. And then they push the chick into the water with him because, oh, no, it's God really wants him to, like, get it on with this chick. Oh, there's a
3: great line about the supernatural in here. Uh, Is this before or after? This is after um, Ghostbusters, right? I think so. wasn't Ghostbusters, like, Yeah, Ghostbusters really establishes ectoplasm, right? And there's a line in this movie, like, and I think it's a a, a tribute to uh, the Ten Commandments, where's your messiah now? It's like, where's your ectoplasm
2: now? Yeah, that's true, that's true. Wait, who said that?
0: one of the Peter
2: guys. <clears throat> okay. Uh, Peter O'Toole says it to the Paris psychologist. But they had oh, a whale, okay. a whale fin. They had tentacles. They had a lot of water scenes, and this was shot on a set. And water scenes aren't cheap to film. They had a lot of that stuff. And
1: then they had a fake water scene with the stage, How? How weird was that? Like the they do a staged production, uh, like mm-hmm. with like a, yeah. an ocean on the stage. And and then the ghosts come, and they like do a whole other performance thing there. Yeah, it doesn't make any
2: sense. Peter Gallagher falls in the pond.
1: Yeah, there's uh, there's a
2: lot of water stuff.
3: I have a question. It's 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 it's, it's fun with this movie. You can play it with this movie. Wait,
2: one last thing. They also had a jib. They had a jib and they used that a lot. My point is, is that this budget doesn't need to be. That's why it was seventeen million. You could work all that stuff out, and you you draw below, and you might make a
3: profit. You know why That's we hired done. you? You know why we hired you? Because we like the cut of your jib. That's why. We like the cut of your jib. <laughs> your, the jib is a sail, and when it's got a cut in it, it's it's blowing oh. a certain way. No, How's but meaning
2: team? they had Are a really, furnace. Everyone there's, there's a lot of, of this jib. stuff. Yeah. You know. So um, has like anyone a had a haunted
3: house experience? Like gone to a haunted house or had a one haunted time house I turned yeah. around
2: and I went back. No, I hate okay. that shit. What oh, else? Jumping out of the dark at me. I turned around and I and I left because I in so
3: a haunted errors. house and I watched an actor get punched because people were going through the haunted house like this. But I actually meant: Does anyone have any real ghost stories of like
1: encounters with ghosts? No, in the no. Um, no?
0: I do, but it's nothing
1: like yeah, like
0: crazy minor
1: shit. Minor. I believe yeah. in it. I mean, I think it's probably a real phenomenon. I, um, I've had I've had a lot of. I know a lot of secondhand experiences. I've scared the crap out of people with ghost stories
3: or setups. Um, I, after my dad died, my uh, cousin's little kids, and one of them was like four, I think. And I went in and they slept over at my sister's house and they were gonna stay another night. And I came in, I was like, hey man, I didn't get to, you know, it was my dad, I'm Uncle Seth. And uh, how'd you guys to sleep
1: last
0: night? And they're like, oh great, Uncle Seth. That was, you know, problem It's like, okay, cool. Sean, what you, you it looks like Manson right now. I don't know. Yeah, seriously. I'm
1: trying to
2: look like Jack Nicholson from The Shining. And, um, and I said,
0: some people kind
3: of feel a presence. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right. I think we need to start wrapping it up, guys. Um, All right. So any talking about this movie forever? But anyone yeah. closing arguments? And then uh, Abram, I think you're up.
1: Right? Yeah, I'm up. I'll give my okay. closing arguments first, and then you guys can go. Um, and then I'll pitch my next delightful film for you guys okay yeah i think the film is fun uh if it if it didn't have like so many graphic scenes that are like maybe a little too much for kids i would say it would be a great kids movie because it's just like mm-hmm. dumb and fun but it's probably not appropriate for you know under 12 or 13 you know i don't know i depends I, how much of a pussy
0: your kid is
1: yeah i mean i would, i don't know I'd, like
0: i mean if you're i would say kids, 10 under ten if, is probably not. Yeah, I think
3: if you're if you're grooming your kid to like horror, this is a good one. This is a good. Uh, mm-hmm.
0: bridge. Yeah,
1: it's it's yeah, and Yeah. I, I, yeah, I think on. um I think like uh, you know Peter O'Toole carries the film like, mm-hmm. you know because he's Nobody. the he's the beginning and he's like the opening and you're just kind of like this is just gonna be insane, and it's just kind of a crazy film. Um, that makes enough sense that you don't get, like, bored. But it doesn't completely make sense. It's really enter- – but it's entertaining. Um, some of the uh, – th- there's some laugh-out-loud moments in it. Um, and also just to get this cast of people that you probably – like, to this day, like, these people went on to do some – a lot of yeah. them went on to do some amazing things. A lot of them had already done amazing things. Like, Peter yeah. O'Toole was, like, Lawrence of Arabia – and you should throw all these, like, great actors together in a dumb film. It's interesting just <laughs> for that. So that's what I would say. If you want to see, like, a really weird, like, kind of crazy fantasy movie um, with all these, like, legendary actors in it, I mean, I can't think of a, a better example of that than this. It's,
3: well, I mean, Clash of the Titans would probably be the, the, the big one of my generation. Sure. like introduction, Or um, Time Bandits. Maybe. Time Bandits, yeah, there you go. Yep. Anyway, so... Um, by the way, they're remaking Time now, So I'll talk about that another time. Um, I think I think this sure. is a really fun, bad movie. And I think you can also learn yes, a lot from this exactly. movie. Because she deserved that Razzie. Because she, it's almost like she made Bad, like who goes, what's his character's name? Jack? Yeah. Is that his name? Mm-hmm. She goes like this because it's Jack be nimble, Jack be quick. He's like generic Jack, right? Everyone has to be Jackie quick knees, Jack jumped over the candles. Jack of the pulpit. So Jack, she goes like this. Don't leave me, Jack. And she does that with her arms. Now every kid knows it's don't leave me, Jack. Like, like everyone knows it. stretch your body toward him. She's like, don't leave me, Jack. It's like they're basically said, we don't know what the special effect is, Daryl. So just do something here. And she probably, she's good enough actress like. Know what her shot was. It was a it was a full body shot. She was doing close-up work and full-body shots. It was great. There was still something sexy about her. And I never find her as
0: sexy. The cleavage. She She had nice like shimmer gray. Was that
3: that it? And 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 I guess the dopey
0: period. Oh, and the see-through legs. She's got long legs. Yeah, Yeah, I mean,
3: this is a this you can watch and see how different styles of acting don't meld with each other in here you got a lot going on um different types of is this a children's film is this a beautiful adult period are we making fun of a period is this supposed to be like is he supposed to be like vincent price and all those vincent why don't you come to my house i'm vincent price i would you know
2: so in closing uh uh, I do agree with Seth uh, because they try to mix Jewish comedy British co- comedy together it just that it just didn't didn't work. Uh, Excuse me it
3: show was me. like what it
2: is, was like a what
3: sitcom what is Jewish comedy? What is <laughs> Jewish comedy?
2: It, Arrested Development is Jewish uh, com- comedy Balthy really Towers was, is British was, com- well, comedy. Comedy,
3: comedy comedy is, comedy is Jewish, Jewish. good actors
1: it's all okay. You. Okay. Great. We run. We run right, the world. So
2: there's that. They tried to oh, mix no. it too. It didn't, it didn't work. It's like a sick. <laughs> this movie's like a sitcom without an audience. Uh, I did like Beverly D'Angelo, and you saw her boobs in National Lampoon's Vacation, and I always respected her for that. Dude, there was a Pacino, there so was a pratfall. I have two kids. Like together. there was a pratfall every seven minutes. That's that's Jewish comedy, but they try to do it. In, a, in a writing, study every,
3: study
1: I yes. it is. It is. It is. No, Come, it is.
2: no don't no it is it is marx brothers that's, yeah, that's Jewish. only one
1: that's only one yeah. brand we have that Three we, we own all they the wrote the brands. book
2: okay uh in this movie there was too there was too much screaming in the beginning with the bust but the busting if they measured the screaming in a way and you can do it it would have been better because there's a lot of screaming and i'm like like, if they did it in a way, uh, Hugh Jackman did a movie called Van Helsing, and in that movie, there was a Frankenstein ca- character, and that guy was an opera singer, because he did a lot of screaming, and they did it in a way where he was like, oh, oh and that worked. And Okay, so there's that. Peter O'Toole did his own stunts. He stumbled oh, around man. a bunch, yes. fell on the floor... He was doing his own stunts. God bless his heart because he was
3: drunk. He was drunk. I had some lubrication with those stunts. That's why he didn't get hurt. hurt. (laughs) Nothing could get hurt. And And I even went to a meeting afterwards and they advised me to finish the film no matter what you do. You can always do service. At least as I remember.
2: (laughs) Oh, please. Okay. Oh, God all day with that stuff you don't want to you don't want to live near the rent fair all right Michael
3: Caine said he all remembers right. there was a can I tell the Michael Caine Peter O'Toole story oh, about drinking and the we end
2: okay yes 30 seconds
3: okay so there's a place like Times Square Piccadilly Circus homeless people beg for coins and then they buy cheese sandwiches and like little boxes of milk or like the canisters whatever they had Peter O'Toole was in the show. He was being understudied by Michael Kane. They remember starting drinking after the show. They went to get, the, they they went and the, got the breakfast sandwiches there. Um, they said to them, don't ever come back. <laughs> and he was like, now this was quite the little shack that sold these like, you know, five cents little cheese sandwiches on white bread with a thing of milk to homeless people. He's like, I can't imagine what Peter and I did and i can't remember to get kicked out of a place like that and, and they that's didn't a, know what
1: they did because they went back the next have, day right they have every st- they, have, they have so many stories like that so anthony
3: hopkins goes i remember drinking in a van with O'Toole, and that's all i remember <laughs> the whole
2: story <laughs>
3: so anyway, what are so your Ava, what's your? Judy, what
0: i are don't really questions? have any closing arguments oh. i enjoyed the film I enjoyed the film probably as much as a grown woman that I did as a, I don't know, teen or a preteen, I'll say preteen yeah. um, differently. Uh, yeah. It was, um, I saw it. I, I wouldn't say I would have described it as cheesy as a, as a preteen. I just liked the movie. I thought it was fun and yeah. exciting in a way because i think it was like on that edge of like there's sexy and there's like some horror but it wasn't like really scary and it wasn't like really sexy so it was like okay if you're like stepping your toe in uh as an adult i was like this is super cheesy but it's fun and i'll just also say uh i worked at i used to work at sleep no more in the city and this would be like (laughs) this would be a really fun like i would i would totally go stay in this castle for like a night and have like these actors like yeah it would be so cool, yeah. fun. Like I would just, I would go in and like talk to the drunk mom. Like I would just be like, "Tell me about yourself," you know, um, and have the actor improvise. That's you know, Seth, exactly. Seth would probably show. love to work there. You could just let's run go. around talking in different accents, so you're let's the same person. A
3: for an interactive show, guys, and let's produce an interactive show on Halloween, and people can come. To, it's for adults, right? I think Seth should
0: play the mom. I'll be the but mom. makeup make on you. I miss, and I'll be Steve there. I'll I miss
3: my husband's so
2: change. I'll shave much. if I can be Steve Gutenberg, please. Back, oh please just go. Yeah, yeah Steve you can be Gutenberg.
1: You look the most Steve. No, right um cool.
2: Like please account of
1: series. Alright, yeah. and we can so. hire
3: someone they don't have a priest, but there's a visiting rabbi to the haunted house that night. And he's like, what should I know? I don't do the <laughs> Just came to Ireland for a good time.
0: All right, Abram. What's, All right. What's in store for us for okay, the next episode?
1: Okay, I've got our first foreign language film. Oh. Yeah, Sean, fuck you. <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna watch it with the subtitles, and you're gonna love every minute of it.
2: Uh, one I'm doesn't sure. understand
3: films in American, so this is gonna be yeah. very
1: <laughs> if There's okay. a dubbed
2: version. I'm gonna watch the
1: dubbed version. No, no about you have to do, do swim it. Swim you have to turn so them on on your device. Storm. Okay. This film is called freak out. I just saw it recently for the first time. I have a, I have an Israeli streaming, uh, surface okay. called Izzy that has honestly, <laughs> like it's, it's like, it's like Israeli. Uh, it's okay. This is what it is. What is it called? It's basically, it's called Izzy. I-Z-Z-Y. And it's basically <laughs> like, it's basically like a low budget Netflix of Israeli television and films targeted to like non-Israeli diaspora Jewish audiences. So it's like, this was designed, it was a kid who, um, this kid basically, I guess he's an American, but he made Aliyah, like he moved to Israel and he wanted like American Jews to get a sense of like what the everyday TV and film was like, not just the big hits like Fauda and the stuff that you get on Netflix. So he created this streaming uh, account and there's a lot of weird, obscure shit. So it's like a minefield of obscure films and television. But I saw this one film, it really completely blew my mind on a number of levels. It's it seems to be pretty, really low budget. It's a horror movie.
2: Mm. It's
1: freaking oh, cool. it's freaking hilarious. I'll read you the plot summary. It's called Freak okay. Out 2015.
2: Um the please just do the poster. The poster is even
1: funny. Yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah. Hila- it's a hilarious. It's a fucking hilarious movie. <laughs> it is a hilarious movie. It's, and it's honestly up there in like one of my favorite films I've ever seen. Um, oh. Matan, okay. So Matan, a soldier in the IDF travels with three soldiers whom he doesn't know to know to a base in the North of Israel, vulnerable and homesick. Matan becomes an easy target for his peers who start playing pranks on him. However, it is not long before strange and inexplicable things begin to happen in the lonely base and the group realize the need to watch their own backs. As the week progresses, their worries intensify, and the soldiers begin to question whether they will make it out of this experience alive. Um, yeah. 2015, 2015. Oh, hold on, yeah, I, I think this poster. is it. Um, yes. Sorry, my phone broke. not sure, that's a different poster than I've seen. Go as Armani? Just, yeah, that's right. That's the director. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's it. And I found him on Instagram. Um, I might reach out to him and see if he'd be down to, like, talk about it. Wait, is it
3: 2017
1: or 2015? 2015. 2015. 2015. And you can stream it. I believe you can stream it on Tubi. Um, or but you can, on Izzy. You can stream on it Izzy. on Izzy. If you have Izzy, you can stream it on Izzy. I want it on tw- – it says 2017 here. Show me, show me the picture. Show me the image so I can – Okay, not, maybe it was at another release in 2017. I don't know. Uh, is that it on Netflix? It's about, it's just, on IMDb, it says 2015. All
0: right. And on that poster
1: I just saw was 2015. Okay, like, whatever, it was just go to just well. go to Tubi TV.
0: This is, this is
3: Freak Out 2015.
1: That's a different movie. That's a completely different movie. Yeah, Freak Out. And it might be a mistake. IMDb might have crossed the dates. I don't know, man. My no, IMDb it's two is, words. This is the most too- obscure. This is the most obscure, yeah, it's two words, and this is the most obscure film I think we've ever done. So, okay. um, like, f- at least for American audience. But um, you, if you go to, I think um, you can rent it on, on Amazon, uh, you, or I think you may be able to stream it on Tubi, but you can definitely rent it um, on Amazon, um, or stream it on Izzy if you have Izzy. But uh, yeah, that's what I got for you guys. I hope you guys enjoy this film as much as I did. Yeah, man. (laughs) Until next time. Until
3: next week. Oh, and don't forget to smash the subscribe button. Yeah,
1: subscribe. Click the like button and engage with us. Comment. Tell us how much you love this show or or dislike it. I don't care. Hit the dislike button. Hit the like button.
0: Just engage. Please send all the hate. Send it through the comment section. Yeah, send it to the comment section. We don't care.
3: We drink two bottles of vodka (laughs) while we decide what we think before we comment back on you.
1: Yeah, I'm probably gonna get Uh -uh. we're probably gonna get deemed not monetized just for me wearing this t-shirt. Oh
2: Oh, man! Ah, nice, Mariska Sisters. Let's do it, dude.